Hello, welcome to the Real Gals of Portland podcast. Three women balancing work and life in the real estate world. I'm Michelle Descombe, real estate broker, social butterfly, and a connector of people. And I'm Angela Stevens, a real estate broker, real estate investor, a house lover, a dedicated wife and mother of two. I'm Jennifer Jadibila, top producing mortgage loan officer, nurturing mother, family woman, and fashion enthusiast. Thank you for joining us. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Real Gals of Portland podcast. Hello. (laughs) Getting into our busy season. Are you guys prepared? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm feeling pretty pumped and... I feel like it's going to be a good year. Mm-hmm. I do too. I mean, I'm starting to work every single, like I back know, to seven right. days a week. And I, I need that right now. But at the same time, I got to mm-hmm. check that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, time blocking. It's a thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure you can relate even when you time yeah. block and you're like still like, oh, I need to work on Sunday or I need to work yeah. on Saturday. Well, um, yeah, because if you erase, you have to replace, right? Yes. If you, yeah, because things come up. But yeah, it's busy and it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the market. I know that a lot of people, it's like the number one question we always get is like, is that a good time to buy or sell, right? Which at the end of the day, like, mm-hmm. it just depends on where you are in your life. Like, people always yeah. make those transitions. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's never that like perfect time, but why don't we talk about right? Well, it's finding out like if, like what is going to work for you. Like if yeah. you're selling, yeah, we're definitely still in a seller's market, and um, I think it's it's because we have pretty low inventory, but we're seeing that pick up now because spring, you know, is on the rise. Um, but finding out if it's going to work, if you need to sell your house, if how much you're going to net and how much you can market it for and like knowing your numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, honestly a good benefit to the fact that we are busy, we're busy, um, Mm -hmm. brokers is that we do have our finger on the pulse of what the market's doing right now. Um, so like, you know, if I was selling one house every six months, I don't think I really would be able to tell you exactly what you should price your house at like or what you know like I I think that the fact that we are doing this every single day like talking to sellers talking to buyers all the time like I think that that is um really um important and helping tell our sellers what what you should price your price your house at like is this going to be multiple offers and then that conversation just about you know be honest with them of you know like there's certain cases where you can sell and buy really smoothly. And then there's certain cases that what you're looking for is going to be really hard. So maybe we need to have a conversation about like what, what you can get the most out of your home right now. Right. And then rent and timing. it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that people, a a lot of conversations I've been hearing from sellers, Mm -hmm. like people who have a house, they can, they want to sell because they want to move upgrade or downsize. Mm -hmm. They feel like there's just nothing out there for them. And so you really need to have somebody who's going to be working for you to find that, what that is and timing it. Like we can, you can, I've done it so many times lately where I have my clients who own a house they want, they need to sell in order to buy the next one. And they really, it's finding the motivation to do it as well as like making sure that it works and the timing is good and knowing that you're working with a realtor that's not going to like make sure like that's going to make sure you're protected. 
mm-hmm. and that you can trust yeah. isn't going to just like leave you like, oh, great, you sold your house, but you have nowhere to go. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's important. Like we talk about low inventory. So like I was just thinking like some of the things that I'm talking to my buyers about, like when you look at the graph, like Mm -hmm. uh, Portland definitely has a season. Like Mm -hmm. we have a seasonality. Mm -hmm. There's always like buying and selling happening, but we are entering Mm -hmm. a very, um, a very competitive season. However, also we're going from like very low inventory from December and I can already start, start seeing it pick up. Like, so when I'm meeting with my buyers right now, we're, we're looking through stats about, um, like what neighborhoods they're, they want to find, uh, what, what neighborhoods they're looking in. And overall, like I'm seeing that, um, it's low inventory, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, to, but I think no there's a lot of people it. that like would want to buy, sell and buy. They're just worried that they're not, they're going to sell their home and not find anything to buy. It's such a common. So, yeah. yeah. So I think I really feel like it's our job to like get that information out there to people. So mm-hmm. everyone can just list their houses. Well, you know, yeah. another thing about that too. Yes. But another thing about that too, is that like, if you go and if you're a buyer in this market and you, you just are casually looking you look online, yeah. you're not going to see anything because it goes no. so fast. Mm-hmm. So that's what I always tell people. I'm like, you may not feel like there's anything to buy because mm-hmm. you randomly did a search yeah. and nothing came up, but let's look at what's pending. Yeah. Let's look at what just sold in the last month. This house would have worked for you. Mm-hmm. The fact is it sold in four days on the market. So you just have to be prepared to jump right. on it yeah. and you haven't been prepared. So if you really want this, that's get you prepared. Yeah. But that mm-hmm. is how the market is in Portland. And I think that that is going, that is what we are going to see for the next few months. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Especially as we go through the summer as well, because that's mm-hmm. usually the busiest time when people are moving in. Spring, yeah, yeah. Like, spring, summer, spring. As well. yeah. yeah. But um, what are you seeing in terms of like pre-approval? Are like pre-approvals up? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I feel like there's definitely not a lack of pre-approvals. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a lot of people looking. Mm-hmm. Um, and interest rates are really good. So I know they dropped mm-hmm. in the fall, and then they kind of went. I mean, they were still really low, and then the last few weeks. I mean, we're like mid to end February right now, and they're really. Low. I was in my buyer consultation. Really I think I had like so low. three yeah. three consults this week, and I showed them the graph of like the history of yeah. the interest rates. And I was like, mm. "Look, in the '80s, they were 18 percent." Oh, like, gosh. yeah. But I always, you know, every, every single buyer I tell this story, and they like their eyes get wide open. Like when I bought my first house in 2006, interest rates were at 6.3, and yeah. that was amazing. Like that was a great interest they rate. They were so like at eight percent when I started. Yeah. yeah, and so like like every buyer that's been look like kind of toying with buying a house in the last few years, they like their eyes just go huge. Six point three. That's like double what they are right mm-hmm. now. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's put that in perspective. Right. They are so good right now, and they've been staying like this. And and I remember predicting that they will stay like this just because the state of our economy. That's something that's really fueling the. Yeah. The way that it's staying, the reason it's staying low is yeah. because control affordability, the control affordability, yeah. Yeah. and also our actual debt. Like, I mean, the actual country's debt has gone up so much that they want a lower interest rate to maintain yeah. that. Even though, like, I mean, that's a whole I feel like it's you know people do always ask about interest rates, and I think the one thing you have to keep in mind is like we really don't know what you know last year everyone said oh rates are going to go up and they've actually gone down so it's always really hard to predict I feel Mm -hmm. like the number one piece of advice 
I would give people is when they are looking, don't have the loan officer run the rates at like what they can give you right now. Like have them do it at a quarter percent higher yes. just because what if rates spike up and then mm, it throws you off, you know, and you're not comfortable with that payment. So I think that's huge. That's a really I good wish, piece of advice. Yeah, yes. I wish that people really thought about because like what if it takes you six months or even a month or two to find a home interest mm -hmm. rates can really change like if there's good things happening in the economy you know we yeah. see them go up and I think everyone just like shops for rates and are like what can you give me and it's like unfortunately uh, you know whatever a lender tells you that's probably not going to be your interest rate right. when you get pre-approved because so, it changes it like yeah. daily even yeah. if it's like a point oh Oh, yeah. five. Yeah. You know, so percent. I think it's just, you know, getting estimates are a little bit higher just mm -hmm. so you really, and then once you get into contract, they're going to be able to really, you know, you, you'll be able to lock in. So rates are low. Mm -hmm. We just don't know what they're going to do. So definitely mm -hmm. it's like a great time to buy or refinance right now. Um, but just keep in mind they change and, you know, be conservative. Don't, I feel like, you know, people are too, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I think that's such a good point. Cause I've actually had buyers that like that shop, right. Obviously. Yeah. And, and they're like, look, Oh, this lender's getting me this, this, yeah, but they can what's like anything. Exactly. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, right. But I would much rather you work with somebody that's going to be realistic with yeah. you that, you know, that, okay, like let's think worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. Cause wouldn't it be great to like, know you're confident and approved for yeah. what you can afford. And then if it goes down, that's yeah. even, better. Yeah, it's even better, but it's worse than like, Oh, that? all of a sudden, like you're, Your you, payment. this paint, yeah. this house price that you thought would be like, no problem combine that with a little bit change in your interest rate, combine mm -hmm. that with this neighborhood has mm -hmm. way higher property taxes mm -hmm. and then, Hey, throw on a HOA and you know, you're like way over yeah. what you thought you could afford. Yeah. So um, being conservative, I think it's, you know, knowing like this is a big responsibility. I think of course, I think there's some people that always kind of want to like max out, but I don't know, like in the, in the last like couple of years, I think of my business and becoming more and more confident with like, actually educating people and like you know I love that about you because I think them, people like, don't understand yeah and using it as a house. tool like I'm so I don't I'm like a broken record but I'm like mm -hmm. home ownership like builds wealth and you mm -hmm. know it's so true so it really is I do like I, I yeah I interest rates are something to pay attention to for yeah sure. oh yeah well and even talking about what I talk to my buyers it's about it's like you show them that graph of mm -hmm. even just a small uptick in interest rate is going to make more of an impact mm -hmm. than the price so of a house so it's like people get really worked up about oh mm -hmm. prices have gone up and I mm -hmm. get that like don't get me wrong I understand mm -hmm. that um but if you're looking at like a $25,000 difference to get you into the house that you want like yeah. get it now <laughs> Yeah, and a quarter, a quarter of a percent <laughs> can change, yeah. like by twenty five thousand. Yes. So, like, yeah. Yes. So. And, yeah, and conversely, like talking to sellers about you know when you want to list your house, price, how pricing is really so important because that's like that's what people are typically not looking at their very maximum usually. Like with my clients, my buyers, I usually start on the lower end yeah. because I know it's competitive and I know that they may have to. Right yeah. over asking offers, you know, mm -hmm. and like offer something over asking and knowing that that is a better like strategy and a 10000 or fifteen twenty thousand dollar difference in price 
more than like yeah. that quarter percent of interest rate that can go up because that's your monthly. That's always going to be there. Mm-hmm. So like that's that. Those are things to really consider. And then with sellers, I I, I often tell them like there's the pricing is a strategy and knowing what's going on right around you. And I get really, really micro into their neighborhood, like within half mile radius, knowing exactly what's going on in that area. So that's what, um, we can base what a fair market price on and strategy and strategy. strategy. So speaking of neighborhoods, what are like the hot neighborhoods in Portland right now? I just have to say that I've been in a lot of multiple offer situations like in the suburbs, but um, I just showed, I just spent this weekend showing like a bunch of new construction in Happy Valley. And that's if people don't know that that's Southeast, it's deep Mm -hmm. Southeast. Um, and I like the name Happy Valley, but um, <laughs> some people are like, what? Do you want to live in a Happy Valley? I know, people think it <laughs> sounds like a weird storybook. But um, but anyhow, you know, back before the real estate, uh, the big, you know, re- the Great Recession, they were building like little like mini mansions on these, yeah. you know, out yeah. there. And then all those crashed, right? And really, that was a rough time for Happy Valley. So it was just really encouraging to see there's a lot of new construction in the um, like actually low 400 out there that's pretty cool and like low 400s is approachable like that's Mm -hmm. what I mean like if you're looking an inner inner city Portland low 400 400s is like a two-bedroom one-bath like little house you know so to get like a new construction out there that there that actually is not cookie cutter like it's Mm -hmm. not like I I toured some like the number one the number two Japanese builder or something like is doing a Mm -hmm. doing some stuff Mm -hmm. out there really interesting um and then there was another builder that um had like actual design elements like yeah (laughs) not cookie cutter so anyhow that was that was really encouraging but um I think conversely like I think um the other side of town in Hillsboro they're building a lot yeah gosh I think that's good because We've seen so much, uh, so many condos being built. Yeah. And so really, if you're looking for more single family, you're going to have to be, you know, you're either going to have to increase your price to be in an urban area, or you're going to have to go a little bit further out, like Hillsboro, Forest Grove has a lot of new houses as well. And there's some great little pockets. I mean, that's the beauty of Portland, the whole metro is like little pocket neighborhoods. There's so many great neighborhoods. Yeah. I would say that we have a few buyers looking in Southwest Portland right now. So if mm-hmm. you want to, if you're interested in selling your house in yeah. Southwest, yeah. we need inventory. We really do. Um, but yeah, it's, mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't really come across a neighborhood right now that isn't hot except actually Hillsboro. Like just because hmm. they're, it, it, they're, certain aspects are really hot, but they're just putting, there's so much competition right now. Yeah, right. So it's something that you have to really consider um, as a seller and just, again, talks about strategy, mm-hmm. but like, how do you strategize around them building a huge neighborhood yeah. in yeah. your city. Like mm-hmm. they're building a, na- you know, yeah. just a new a city new basically. City. Mm-hmm. So that's something that you have to talk about yeah. with them. But, it's true. but yeah, so um, if you have any questions on the Portland housing market, we love um, answering them. And, yeah. Uh, Please e- email us or call us even like, but, uh, or comment or, you know, on yeah. our feed, wherever you're <laughs> listening to this, whatever you want to do. <laughs> Do you? Do it all. Yeah. Do it all. Just, Just do, it do it all. all. <laughs> Direct messages. <laughs> email us. <laughs> text us. <laughs> and feel free to like share our, you know, our ideas or whatever. And, yeah. And share your ideas and what you want to hear. We really are um, 
striving to uh, get your feedback and know what you like, what you want to hear on our podcast and what you want us to talk about. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and I will say, I'm just going to plug our, our on Hatch Homes Facebook page, our Monday mm-hmm. housing market updates. Like we are breaking down every single Monday. Like we're trying to give you a tidbit of like what's happening in the market. Mm-hmm. So hatchhomes.com. Or, or just Hatch Homes group on Facebook. Yeah, Hatch Yeah. And Gen Z and Co. <laughs> Gen Z and Co. Go follow. Well, hopefully that was a good little quick market update. And thank you for listening. Day.